Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, I've got a very special guest. He is in his 18th season as the head coach for the University of Louisville and just coming off their first ever men's ACC team title in program history. Today, we're sitting down with Arthur Albiero. Well, it's a very kind introduction there. Uh, I don't know about a special guest, uh, certainly uh, always an honor to, uh, you know, to be able to join and talk about our sport, talk about our program and, and have a chance to uh, really celebrate this uh, pretty unique moment for us. excited to get the history, get get the context behind this moment for the University of Louisville. And we were just talking about it off camera and I was like, hold on, we have to get this on. So <laughs> you, you mentioned you're in your 18th season as the head coach of Louisville and but but Louisville is only in its seventh season in the ACC. So can you give us this history of of the, the conference history of Louisville and what you guys have gone <laughs> through to get to this moment? Humble beginnings. That's uh, that's the best way I can tell you. So uh, when I first got here, uh, 0304 is my first season. Uh, we're in Conference USA, and uh, we had uh, I I knew it was part of the the hiring process. My athletic director said, "Hey, uh, we're finalizing details, but there's a good chance we're going to go to the Big East in a couple of years." You know, and I, okay, I love the challenge, uh, but nonetheless, we had two years in Conference USA, and the first year. Um, we were, uh, kind of bottom of the barrel, to be honest with you. And, and, uh, we got a lot better on the men's side, my second year. And actually we challenged uh, TCU, but we got beat. We were second to TCU that year. I think the women were still third or fourth. Um, then we moved to the big East and, um, you know, the numbers might escape me a little bit, but I remember we're in the bottom of the barrel. I think we, we were seventh or eighth, uh, on the men and, and about the same on the women, you know, that's what we started in the big East. And I remember going to New York. Uh, it was our first conference meet there. Um, and just, you know, just, just having a vision early on to just battle all way and, and try to be competitive, right? To, we, we start early on saying, hey, these are some of the things we want to do. Winning in conference title was part of it. So moving to the Big East, that became the, the, clear, uh, the, the clear target, you know, to try to have a chance with that. And we, we fought our way. And um, I want to say 2009, it came down to the last relay in Indianapolis, and we got beat on the last relay for the meet. And uh, to Notre Dame, and um, that was, uh, and then after that, uh, 2010 we won in, in Pittsburgh, and then 2011 we host, and that was the first time we won the women too. So um, then we, we kind of created that trajectory, and then, uh, and then really, in my mind, luckily uh, we're in the right place, right time to really get moved up as a as a university, as an athletic department to the ACC, and um, came into the ACC. Uh, I'll never forget the first year, you know, the, you pick uh, you pick your seats based on your on your finish on the previous year. And we were we were the new kids on the block. So we sat way far down deep there by the by the scoreboard at Georgia Tech. And, and uh, quite frankly, I loved it. I thought, you know, that's great. We just got to go earn it. And uh, and I think that's been uh, kind of the mentality of little swimming. You know, it's uh, we, we love the idea of just we just want to have a lane. And uh, if we do, we have a chance. And uh, we just we just gotta go earn it. And, uh, and that's kind of set the tone. And coming to the ACC, we've been knocking on the door. And as you mentioned, the, our seventh season in the ACC, uh, out of the first previous six, we were second twice. I'm sorry, we were second five times. 
We had an unfortunately uh, relay DQ last year that dropped us to third. Um, and then, uh, so, you know, we you keep knocking on the door sooner or later it has to open, you know, and, and that's been our mentality. And, uh, this year we were, we were fortunate enough in the midst of this crazy season that we've all had to deal with, um, you know, and, 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 uh, to be able to, to come out on top, you know, and, uh, a few points, but I, I love the way somebody put it for me. It's, uh, it, you know, maybe the win was two points, but it's, it's two points built on, you know, the previous, honestly, 17 years of, of people helping us, you know, four points and move us in that direction. So it was a combination, I think, really of our history in the last 18 seasons. That I, I do love that oh, phrasing. Yeah. That is a great way to put it. Um, and like you said, you guys have been second nearly every year you've been in the ACC, which <clears throat> I didn't realize. And it's, I mean, it's interesting because when, when we think of Louisville, when I think of Louisville from a media perspective, I always kind of think of you guys as like, well, we're going to do good at the conference meet, but we're going to do great at the NCAA <laughs> meet. And I didn't realize you guys had been that close to, to a conference title every single year. Um, I mean, coming into this year, were you guys, was it a goal to compete for that conference title? You know, it, it always has been, right? It's on our, it's on our, uh, one of the, the goals that we set from the very beginning, right? If you go back and you look at, um, I gave a presentation actually to, to uh, uh, college uh, at USA Swimming uh, a couple of years ago in, 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 uh, in Colorado. And, and really, I, it was kind of a little bit of the historical perspective of our culture, you know, and that's a, that was the title of the topic. It was uh, culture, you know, the fabric of low swimming. Um, and, and really, from the beginning, we just set the, ta- the target. Okay, we want to we put people on the U.S. national team. We want to put people in position to compete at the highest level in the Olympics, um, you know, international teams. Certainly, we have a few international athletes. I mean, to, to provide them that opportunity, working backwards from that was like, okay, it's you know, to, to be a team, which again, if you think back to those humble beginnings, um, you know, to, to, to be a team that, that can have a chance to, to go at NCAAs and be a top four program in the country. Um, you know, we wanted to bring a trophy and then, and then working backwards from that, have a chance to win a conference title. So, you know, is that a new goal? No, it's not a new goal, but, but it, I can't tell you that it's not something that we've been fixated on. Uh, it's not. Uh, and you said it perfectly. And I appreciate that uh, reputation, if you will. I mean, that, that's been our, that's been our mojo. That's been our history. Uh, we certainly have done well at the conference level, but, um, you know, historically we are that team, you know, I think, uh, 2019, we were just talking about this recently. We were uh, probably some analysis you guys put together. We were the, I think the, the team with the highest improvement overseas at the 2019 women's NCAAs, you know, so we pride ourselves in that. And, and, uh, you know, it's, we work for that. It doesn't just happen. Uh, certainly in the pool, but there's a lot of other things that we do behind the scenes that I feel like have contributed uh, for us to have this mentality, this mindset that uh, we, we go to NCAAs to be at our very best. That, that's been Louisville swimming, you know, and, and it, it's from the very beginning, you know, the very, our very first NCAA qualifier. Uh, we had a guy um, who kind of barely made into the meet. I want to say 145.5 in the two fly. This is back in the uh, 0405 season. And, um, you know, he goes to NCAAs and he goes 144.6 and it's up night. <laughs> You know, hey, that's how we do it. You know, then our first female ever to qualify, uh, I want to say it was 2000, maybe eight or nine, uh, 2008. Yes, uh, uh, Leslie Van Winkle, uh, uh, 400 IM, and she goes, she kind of barely makes into the meet. And then, you know, first time out, we she scores. You know, she's in the B final of the 400 IM, improving, you know, a few seconds. So 
that's just been our, our, you know, our, our philosophy, our, our kind of our motto internally, like, yes, we're going to go to NCAs to be better. And, and certainly that's the conversation with this group right here, right now, as we get ready for the next thing. And um, so let's, let's talk about that conference meet a little bit. Obviously, like you said, if you win a meet by two points, every swim matters, you know, there's not, there's not any swim that doesn't matter at all um, because every swim contributed to that win, but we're, we're looking back on it, having had some time to reflect, you know, were there swims from your team that really did surprise you or stand out to you? I think. You know, I, I knew we we're onto something good. I felt like the, the, you know, this season, you know, one of the things that let me go backwards a little bit. I think, you know, from when we started this, uh, you know, we, we were able to have access to our pool in, in June 8th, but I wouldn't call that practice. You know, we could only swim for 30 minutes for almost like two full weeks and we're just getting wet and, and yeah. eventually, and we, we felt like we got it going and then we had to be shut down for two weeks in July back to zero you know, and then start back up and then just dealing with the details. I think we've all have managed this year, you know, so many, uh, you know, contact tracing. I mean, that's, that's become the two most curious, uh, uh, words around here, you know, and, and, uh, the, the, the greatest text message is the one we get from our athletic trainer when, uh, you know, it's, it's all tests or negative today. Yeah, <laughs> That's, that's the biggest celebration, you know, and, and, uh, I'm, I'm always nervous, you know, we get tested. I'm like, you know, crazy things happen. It happened a few times had a number of kids that had to sit out and you know on the women's side we had a young lady distance girl who set out for 22 days out of the water completely in january that is not part of the training program and uh and credit to uh coach camera and, and and the phenomenal job that he did to get her back she got a she on the she got on the podium you know and uh got a medal at accs and, and qualified for nca so i think for us from the beginning it was just like you know what let's just go one day at a time uh, we never, you know, we normally do a team retreat and we kind of set out the targets of the season, academic goals, you know, personal goals in some ways, team goals. And we never really did that because I, I felt like we're just trying to get to tomorrow. It seems like not a place to have a, a team goal discussion in the beginning of the season. Right? So let's just let's just do kind of the most basic thing, which is really being the foundation of our program, which is, OK, let's just go try to get a little bit better today. You know, today we got access today. Yes. Let's go get a little bit better today. Tomorrow. We don't know, but today let's get a little bit better. You know, and I think I've always kind of put this in practices at different times, but this year was a constant. And I, you know, at the end of the practice, instead of a, you know, 200 warm down, 400 warm down, it's like, you know, it's a 400 gratitude swim, you know, and, and I want every practice. I wanted the team to have this, this feeling of like, man, this is awesome. We don't know about tomorrow. We're not going to worry about tomorrow. You know, it's actually biblical, but we're going to focus on today, you know, and uh, let's have a great practice today and and then be grateful that we got this practice in. Right. If you got to the item number, whatever number that is, last line on the practice. Hey, let's be grateful. Let's celebrate and let's have this attitude. And I think I think that kind of set the tone for us to like, hey, you know, what, man, one day at a time, let's just be grateful. And I think as we got closer, you know, the fall was a was a was a total mess. Um you know, I, I wasn't even sure if I was going to swim people, if I was going to redshirt everybody. Like, you know, Bob Bowman comes out swinging on that. And I'm like, maybe that's what I need to be doing. I don't know. You know, talked it over with my athletic directors here, um, you know, and, and uh, they, they gave me good advice. Let's just go one thing at a time. You know, let's see what needs to happen and we'll support you no matter what. And uh, so that made me feel like, OK, we're, we're just going to work through it. But but I didn't want to happen again what happened to last year's seniors. You know, the, the, that March 12th meeting that I had, it was one of the most 
Um, I know it's it's hard to explain this for someone who doesn't understand what we do, but in many ways, the emotion, the feeling, it was pretty close to like full on mourning. Like we lost a loved one, you know, the chance to compete for NCAAs was that deep. And I saw, I still still remember the, the look in the eyes of the seniors who had to come to a realization that their careers are over just like that. It was, it was brutal. It was brutal. And uh, it hurt us for a while. I mean, we were in, as a program, I think we, we, we lived for the NCAA championships and it, and it took a, a toll on all of us, you know? Uh, but the one thing we tried to do coming off of that woman was, okay, that first week, it was a disaster. Nobody had any guidance, uh, even internally. Nobody knew anything, right? It's just, we just know that we can't swim right now. And, um, we just had a, a Zoom meeting about a week later, you know, and, and, and that was still everybody was like, look like everybody's been crying for days, you know. And and uh, I think some of our kids were like truly depressed. Like it's this feeling of mourning. I, I, I kid you not, you know, the emotion of it. Um, and so we just had to find some kind of direction. And, and I, I just remember, I don't even know that I really thought through this a whole lot, but kind of spurred the moment. I said, look, guys, we're going to be that team. This year, we're going to make that decision right here, right now, that we're going to be that team that's going to thrive. We're not going to survive this. Like, we're not just going to, you know, kind of check the boxes each day. No, we're going to find a way to thrive and be that team that's going to come out on this better than ever, you know. And, and I think it was really important looking back, and it was important for us just to kind of – everybody needed to wake up a little bit and get out of this mess and, and feeling sorry for ourselves that we all were because, you know, that wasn't going to change. We needed to move on. And, uh, and I think – even though for the next, you know, probably three, four months after that, we had very little access to pools. And, you know, it was, again, the stress level was all-time high. Is the Olympics going to happen? Our post-grad group, you know, the level of responsibility for me and my staff to feel like, man, we, we have a duty, right, to provide an environment for these guys. And, and four kids on the U.S. national team that uh, I feel like we, we have a responsibility here, you know, so – it was a tough time, I think, for all of us. But but those early decisions, at least you have the mindset of, okay, we're going to thrive. I think it just opened everybody's mind up, especially mine, to say, okay, we're going to look for ways to be successful in the midst of all this. You know, and, and, and at no point we, honestly, at that point, we were not discussing, oh, we're going to go win ACCs this year. We were just trying to get to the next thing, truly. You know, and it wasn't until, you know, and, and then – you know, we swam a little invite. Our, we hosted an invite and, and a couple of different teams that were supposed to come all got shut down through COVID. So then we just still hosted it, but none of our times counted, you know. So we were clearly below the radar screen, um, you know, not because we wanted to. Uh, I tried desperately to try to get another team here. I even tried to have a conversation with, uh, you know, NCAAs and, and I had everything documented that we did everything we could to get it, another team here to have it a bona fide competition but it still didn't count, you know? So, uh, and again, I was like, okay, we're not going to worry about that. We're just going to get ready for the next thing. So we ended up suiting up in a couple of dual meets. We've never done that before in January. But I just felt like oh, we need to race. We need to get into this racing fast mode. The walls come a little bit faster with a suit on, you know? So we need to rehearse that. And, um, but even going into the meet, I think, uh, you know, whatever simulations that were out there, I think they had us like fifth or sixth. Uh, and that's okay. I, I don't mind those things, you know, I, actually, I, I like those, uh, you know, and that give us a chance to go do something, you know, so, um, but then as, as a week, as we got closer and closer, the thing I noticed was that the dynamic we had in this team was very unique. Uh, we, we had, uh, you know, we had, we had three guys really that were, I don't know, we want to call it 
superstars, the guys that have performed at the ACC level at a major, you know, a final guys that on the podium uh, that, uh, you know, two of them and one incoming that uh, guys are going to make a massive difference on, on relays and, you know, uh, two guys opt out. And, and part of it was, I just, that was the right thing to do for them. They had great access in their homes to pursue. These guys are pursuing their Olympic dreams. And I just didn't feel like coming back here for a college season that was unknown at best made any sense for them, you know? So uh, they stayed home and, uh, and we supported that and we figured, Hey, but that being said, now the lineup changed a little bit. Now we have a couple spots in the lineup that we didn't have before. And that created an amazing opportunity for, for those guys that have been knocking on the door. Um, you know, we had two juniors in the conference team that uh, better and better and better, but just hadn't had their chance yet. And now here we are, they have a chance, you know, they have their moment. And, um, and, and that was awesome to see. So I think that that opportunity almost created a little different energy um, at the bottom of the lineup, if you will, because guys felt like, hey, this is my turn. I can get in there. And I think that, that normally sets the whole thing on fire. You know, if, if the bottom guys are fighting their way through, it kind of it puts pressure on everybody to elevate. And, uh, and I think we had that, you know. So I mean, you look at the meet, it was far from perfect. Uh, you know, we had two guys who didn't score. Uh, should have, but didn't, um, you know, so, and yet we found a way, right? I mean, as shorthanded as we were in so many ways, but we didn't spend any energy, honestly, worried about the things that we didn't have. We're just like, hey, let's just go swim and let's go have fun with it. And let's see if we can do better than our seeds, right? But that's really all there was. It was, it was a fun endeavor, and but the dynamics internally, I think was really good. And, and the guys were like, you know, they were believing and uh, I wasn't going to tell them, you know, I'm a numbers guy, and I wasn't going to tell them, hey, the numbers are not really getting up in our favor. You know, I'm like, yeah, let's go. You know, and uh, I give credit to, you know, the two coaches that stay back. Normally, we have a couple coaches stay back to the men's team, and then they join the women's meet at the end. But this year, things were so limited that we just decided, hey, you know, you guys just stay back with the men, period. And Coach Chris Lindauer and Coach Cameron Chastain, who are both alumni of the program, uh, did a phenomenal job of really, I think, uh, galvanizing the group in that final week, you know, and there was just the guys here getting ready to go do something. And, uh, and uh, you know, they, they showed up confident and, uh, and so many things didn't go our way. It's part of the game, but uh, we just kept on fighting. That's what I love the most about this group. You know, we just kept on, let's just get to the next event, you know, do everything we can here and let's get to the next event, which is really, again, being the mentality we've had all season long. So it's nothing new. It was just more of the same. We're just rehearsing thing we've been doing all along and and being resilient you know if, if this season thought is anything is um you know the ability to work through a whole new set of procedures <laughs> right we, we we got procedured out this year uh, of new things and, and standards and expectations of nothing to do with expectations in the water just everything so we can get to the water you know so i, I go back to that it was just a very a uh, 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 a spirit of gratitude that that's really what we had all season. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, <laughs> numbers wise, it was like, ah, I don't know if this is going to happen, guys. <laughs> but it, I watched the, the, the last night of finals uh, on the live stream and it, no matter what heat it was, C final, B final, A final, Louisville was was going out there and having sensational swims. And even if they weren't touching the wall first, you guys were celebrating like you won the whole thing every single heat. Can you take me through that last final session? And especially with 
you know, you have a guy in Evgeny Samov who four-time ACC champion in the same event. And then, you know, your son, Nick Albiero, same thing. He, he defended his 200 fly title for the fourth time in his career. Uh, can you take me through that last night of finals? Well, we, we knew, you know, we, we pride ourselves in our training, you know, that we prepare for that day. Right. And it sounds like a little bit of coach, coach talk, you know, um, but, but that was really kind of an internal thing. Like we felt like, okay, going into it, we're prepared. Um, I, I felt going backwards a little bit. I felt like Friday morning, we had a really good session, but we left a few things on the table. We know we had, we had three guys, four guys that were doubling that day. So we had more swims than everybody else. And I felt like, you know, our only chance, certainly as, you know, as a very logical coach at that moment, I'm thinking our only chance is to have, to have some, some room here because tomorrow we're going to go in, we're going to have less swims than anybody on the last day, you know, and, and uh, we are even enough. Right. And then really going to the last day, it was like, okay, we have, we have 16 swims, uh, 17 swims actually that day. One guy was already had doubled earlier. And then, you know, everybody else had 21 swims and 19 swims. So I'm like, the odds are not in our favor and we're going to have to outscore them, you know, like, Hey, you know what, but let's not worry about it. Let's just keep, keep going. Right. And, and uh, we swim very well in the morning, missed a couple of things. Um, you know, there were a couple of DQs that happened in the field and kind of changed and moved, moved people into, you know, from, from the high C final to into the bottom of the B. It was like, no. You know, I, I know, I know everybody's going to be fighting for a chance tonight, you know, and if you're 16th, you still have a chance to win that heat and that's massive point swing, you know, so, but, you know, we, we, again, after the morning, we felt like, okay, we swim well, we, we, we had, we had 16 great swims out of 17, right, and I felt like, okay, we, we gave us a chance, we're alive, but the odds are still far from being in our favor, and then, you know, and then uh, first early heats a mile, and we we felt like we needed something to spark the group. And and uh, you know, one guy was a little subpar, but then uh, you know, Sabertsev just put it together. You know, he struggled mightily at this meet last year. Uh, the kid's a, a world class swimmer, just learning still how to do a short course, and uh, put it together. And you know, fourteen fifty one in the early early heats, and that just kind of put pressure on the field a little bit, right? And uh, he ended up third overall, and. And I think momentum, like, okay, that's good. We're alive. We, we got through that mile and now we can get ready for the 200 back. And, you know, and, and it was just kind of event by event. And um, I fully expected and quite frankly hoped that we would go into the relay with a chance, you know, and, and we felt like we had the guys who were going to compete their hearts out. And, and uh, we felt like if it comes down to that, we can win the 400 free relay to win the meet. I'd rather not, um, <laughs> not for anybody's heart. Uh, but if, but, but the guys were prepared for that. And that's what we talked about. Like, if it comes to that, we are prepared. And I, I wanted to have the confidence that we're just going to go race, whether we win or not, that was, <laughs> was going to come down a few hundreds, but, but certainly the mindset was, let's just have a chance. Let's see if we can get a chance, you know, by the time we get to the relay. And, and that's what it was. And I think, honestly, we never even talked about, I mean, I had a pretty good meeting on Friday uh, morning with the guys Friday night. We had just a quick chat and then, Honestly, Saturday, everybody was kind of moving in different schedule and we never really had a little powwow. It was more like everybody knew what needed to happen. And, um, you know, the thing I challenged him was just, I wanted to swim with, you know, the foundation of global swimming has never been about arms and legs. And as much as we spend so much time on execution and detail and, and, and strategy, 
um, you know, sometimes you got to throw that out of the window and just go with the heart. And, and that was my challenge to the group. Like, this is one of those moments where this is going to be the foundation of low swimming. We're just going to swim with heart, you know, and we're going to leave it in the pool. And, and I told him, I said, look, we're going to leave it in the pool. And no matter what, I'm going to buy you guys dinner. So just, just go have fun with this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we got steak and cheesecake coming on later on. So it's, it's fine. You know, enjoy the moment. <laughs> That's, that's a that's a great team meeting <laughs> you know i didn't have to give them rah 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 like you know and it was like we we were we we needed more right if, if things were just what they were on paper we're still going to be short so you know it's it's like hey let's just go race and let's see what we can do so i think they understood that each moment right i mean not only we had to hold our seeds or improve our seeds but we needed to to hold the opponents right i mean it so it was it was like it was net gain, right? I mean, we, it wasn't just about, you know, scoring more here. It was about keeping the net, you know, taking some from the other guys and, and hopefully, I mean, point by point. So it was, uh, you know, as I've learned a long time ago, close meets are awesome for audience. Like the ACC network is going to show the, the two-hour, you know, kind of show of the meet. Uh, that's going to be fun to watch. I'm going to enjoy that, but man, in the middle of it, um, you know, it's, uh, it's indigestion all day, you know, you just – you know, I don't know. It's going to be enough. And uh, and I think it means so much for us because we care, right? We put so much time and effort and energy. And, and it really wasn't – at no point I felt like this is for me. I just felt like this is for our program. It's, it's for our administration who supported men's swimming. You know, when I got here, to give you perspective, uh, the men's program had a half a scholarship, 0.5, you know. And and, uh, and I had to sell my idea at the time, like, listen, but we need to invest in men's swimming. You know, and and, uh, and he kind of took me up on it. And uh, I got the nicest note from him, Tom Jurish, former AD, uh, just saying, you know, I said, man, you're crazy enough to believe in investing in swimming at a time where it wasn't a popular thing to do. And uh, and he's like, man, I'm just eternally grateful, you know, and, and that uh, that we did, that we did. And look at what, what we've been able to do. So, uh, you know, it, it was a, an awesome moment for alumni. Uh, I kid you not, man, I had, a, I had a, over 160 uh, text messages uh, Saturday night into into Sunday, and then I got a bunch more on Sunday. Email, voicemails, and um, I've worked through them all. Uh, I reply to every single person. Very grateful, you know. And I think it it's it's it says how long I've been doing this, you know. I know a lot of people uh, in the sport of swimming, but I think it it meant something for us. It meant something for our program, for our community, to be honest, uh, and really for our athletic department, you know. And so, uh, really unique, special moment for for all of us involved. And I'm, I'm so glad we were able to get your perspective on that as well, because I, I really love hearing your insight and, and wisdom because you've, you've been doing this for so long and it's, you know, you kind of know how to run things, but you know, like we said, you got, you guys do good at conference and you do better at NCs. I mean, within C's just, you know, women's starts in like a week or two weeks or something. And, you know, men's obviously after that, um, what, what do you, with, with this year being what it has been in terms of, you know, restrictions and just chaos, essentially, um, what, what are you looking for at NCAAs this year? Yeah, no, it, it's a, that's a very good question. I think, you know, pretty much what I've been, I've been talking about here, right, is, is this, uh, it's a continuation of this process that we started way back when. I think, you know, to, to your point, things are so unique, like, I, just as a point, I'm going backwards for a second, but the fact that we were in heat two, and then, uh, you know, NC State was in heat three. We're not even racing each other for a championship. How oh, most awkward moment, you know? 
and I think it's going to be the same at NCAAs, you know, with open lanes. Um, I think the comment I heard from, from some of my guys, you know, especially early in the meet, it felt like it was just a time trial. It didn't feel like it was a conference final. Um, you know, when you line up and you're racing, you know, for your team, you know, and so I think that's been certainly unique, but, you know, I think going forward, you know, we qualified 12 girls, um, which is fantastic. You know, I, I think uh, that's above, that's above what we predicted. Certainly uh, five freshmen, right. Five freshmen that um, man, all of them dealt with COVID issues, right. Some of them tested positive, had to be out one of them 22 days. Uh, some of them two full weeks in January, uh, some of them on contact tracing, you know, that's the thing. The freshmen all live together in the dorms and, you know, one of them test positive, uh, you know, surprise, you know, so uh, these guys really have battled their way to, to be in this position of qualify for NCA. So the resilience that this group has showed, I'm really proud. I'm really proud of them. And, and certainly, uh, you know, on a personal level, my daughter is part of this freshman class and, and I, I just, I'm just really grateful. It's the word that keeps coming to me. Like, that we're in this position, you know, so we got 12 girls going to the meet. We're bringing a couple more to complete our relays. Um, you know, we're taking a team, 14 girls lining up and trying to do something. And as uh, you know, I love the psych sheet scoring, you know, I love that exercise. And I think uh, we're 16th right now. So, okay. Um, I love it. Let's go race. I, and, and that's what we deserve up to this point. That's what we've done, you know? So the, 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 the thing we felt like, we just had to get some of these kids that missed so much into the meet. And then in many ways, it's, it's the same thing you hear about football. Why oh, you got, it's so important to go to a bowl because you get another three, four weeks of practice. Yes, we needed three, four weeks of practice to get this group, you know, back in the weight room, back in power acts and back on things that they just missed flat out. So, you know, I think we're going in knowing that we can be better. We can be better. And uh, uh, it's a fun approach right, when you go into something uh, with a bunch of young kids that never been there. So there's, there's unknown fact. Um, but, but we know the tradition of your point and you said it, global swimming has been about, yeah, we do well at conference, but man, we really do well at NCAAs. That's been our mindset. Well, Arthur, it's, it's always good chatting with you. And I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk. Is there any parting thoughts for our, or for our audience before we sign off? No, I, you know, I, I think it's, it's, uh, I, I, the thing I noticed, right. And looking at the ACC, I mean, this was probably one of the deepest, maybe the fastest ACC meet ever. And, and, and I'll disrespect to all the other conferences out there, but the ACC has shifted. You know, I, when, when you have a team, I think that was uh, made an eight cut in the 200 medley relay and they were seven on the 200 medley relay. I think it, it says a lot about this conference. So uh, it's a monster and it's only going to get better. And, and uh, for us to be able to win, arguably one of the fastest meets ever, uh, it's it's a it's a great honor for us, you know. So, but like I said, I think it starts it starts at the top with our administration, who's uh, supported us from all along. You know, that's why I'm here, 18 years and counting. And and uh, I, lo I love the the respect that we have earned internally. Um, but then it's the details behind the scenes. You know, I've been very fortunate to have an amazing coaching staff, and I I can brag right because it's it's. It's my opinion here, but I, I believe wholeheartedly I have the best coaching staff in the country. You know, Chris Lindauer, Vlad Poliakov, Cameron Chastain, and Stephanie Unker. These guys are special. Uh, they're 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 members of my family. You know, they three of them, all four of them actually swim for me at one point or another. Three of them are Lovo alumni, and uh, this is not a job. 
never has been. This is a passion. This is who they are and, uh, and the work that they put in, you know, and, but we've had amazing consistency. It starts with that. And our strength coach has been with us for, you know, 16 out of my 18 years. Our massage therapist has been with us, you know, well over 10 years. Our, you know, so you start add up, you know, and then, and then it's the group behind the scenes that have done so much, you know, and, and our director of ops and, you know, massage therapy, as I mentioned, nutritionist. It's just, you know, it's so many people, sports psychology, you know, it, it's people that do so much behind the scenes to give us a chance. And that was so awesome, Coleman, if you haven't seen it. We had a little splash off celebration on Tuesday morning. And that was just a chance to really thank and appreciate all these people that had done a lot for our program. And our team doctors came in and jumped in the pool with the team, our, our nutritionists, right, our sports psychologists, our our athletic directors, right? It, I mean, they they felt the moment and, and really supported us. So I think it's a it's awesome to share a special moment like this because it that's the reality of our sport. Uh, we need a lot of people doing a lot of things for us. So I'm very grateful. The University of Louisville has been a fantastic place to 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 grow, uh, to build a program. And uh, as a dad who has uh, has had three kids in the program, can be prouder of the people they they get to associate with. You know, awesome people that are certainly doing well in the pool, but uh, these guys are going to be, you know, winners in the game of life. And I love that. At the end of the day, that's their number one mission. So I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you today. And, uh, you know, I love what you guys do. Uh, swim Swim has been, a, a, you know, has had a huge impact in, in, in the way swimming is discussed and talked about. You know, so you guys did a great job. Thank you. You've been listening to the Swim Swim podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.